Welcome, welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Heavy, heavy hitters from Rockland County, Rockland County. Big shout out, shout out, shout out to the YouTubers that are watching. That are watching, that are watching, that are watching. Welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me. Welcome, welcome back, family. I, it is me. Welcome, 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 Tell the listeners, tell the viewers, tell the listeners, tell the viewers. Of course, explicit content. Of course, explicit content. Yeah, of okay. course, of course, explicit content. Yes, of course, yes. I got the whole. Uh, make sure you make follow, sure you follow me. And of course, and of course, you went in, went in, went in. in. Uh, make sure you follow the uh, platform on Instagram. That's at t h a b l a s t p o d c a s t. Thank you for listening. What's going on, family? It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you are tapped into installment number three of Brother DSP Speaks, brought to you by Mick Chrissy's and Culture Wings, man. I like the numbers I'm seeing. It's not bad. It's it's very, it's it's not similar to the numbers of last year with this show. It's a little more, of course, because I'm actually, like, promoting this, but, like, um, I'm shocked people are tapping in for real, for real. I'm really shocked people are tapping in. Um, I'm glad to see that people want to hear what I'm talking about, especially with these particular topics, because I said I was going to go a lot harder this year. You know what I'm saying? I was going to be a little more political, but I, I, I didn't really, when I said political, I didn't mean like talking about politics. You know what I'm saying? You, I meant more like I'm going to speak on socio-political issues, social um, justice issues. You know what I mean? Like, just social issues, period. You know what I mean? Just from that strong, strong, that iron-willed, strong figure like Malcolm used to talk about. And he talked about with great vitriol and great, great fire. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm I'm trying to bring bring with the platform. That's why I had Malcolm as the graphic art, as the episode graph, as the installment graphic art, because I feel that show this show kinda catches that energy. You know what I mean? I could never be Malcolm. That's not what I'm saying with that. I could never be Malcolm. I'm just trying to capture that vibe, capture that energy whenever Ma- Malcolm spoke about particular topics, you listened, you tapped in. And that's what I'm actually seeing. And I appreciate that. So I appreciate all y'all who tap in and listen. I truly, truly appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tap in to my actual weekly show every Sunday. Um, well, I got two of them every Sunday. Well, actually three on Sundays. That shit is crazy. Um, of course, at midnight, new episode with me talking to somebody either from around the way or outside the region that's trying to gain more, more notoriety. Trying to increase their profile. Um, the Blast Podcast, man. We about to be on episode 77. We on 76 right now. It's a double feature with my brother. I, I, I say double feature. It's actually like a cross-production with my brother. I'm holding down the um, audio. Y'all, y'all are tapped into that. I see y'all. This is for those who didn't tap in yet. And my brother's got the visual. He's holding down the visual. And he's got... um. 
Me and him on there playing some game called River City Girls. It was the first time we played it. Mad fun, mad jokes. It, it was a vibe. So please be sure to tap into that. Um, that's that's gaming under the influence with Last Life Gaming Network on my platform and on his it's called game, gaming under the influence. So please be sure to tap into that, man. It's it's a vibe. And um, this Sunday I got um David Williams and Mia Francois pulling up on the platform discussing their uh, web series, the uh, Little David Show, fire series. I loved it. Please be sure to tap into that. Um, shout out to my other show. Shout out to Brad Bronson and um. Z Bling of MOR Pyro, Brad Bronson of, of course, of VOH Basketball, Commissioner. Um, we got Never Tuck Your Town Radio. Please be sure to follow that IG page, Never Tuck Your Town Radio, conventional spelling. Um, that's every every Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. If you're local, it's 87.9 FM. If not, check it out on Radio Generation 2000. Or um, there's other ways you can listen to it. But if you tap into Never Tuck Your Town Radio, we give you a behind-the-scenes look of the guests that we're speaking to and, and the vibe that we're bringing. So please be sure to tap in. Tap in with us. You can see other ways on how to listen when you um, uh, check out uh, any of our posts on the uh, Never Tuck Your Town radio show. And, of course, um, every once in a while I do another um, podcast with my guy, Corrupt Minds, called Dangerous Minds Podcast. Please be sure to tap into that. That's me sort of doing the same thing I'm doing here. But I got to... Not really... I'm not really poli that that political on that show. Um, it's more pop culture talk, and um, it's fun, man. Sometimes me and my dude just nerd out and and talk about you know, um, comic books, video games, you know, pop culture shit, hip hop for sure. Um, tap into that. That's a great show. So yeah, I got three vibes going down um, every Sunday. Um, so it, it's dope, and then I got this going on every Thursday. Um, but this is only a limited a limited series. Um, you know, I only give y'all like about eight episodes of this and then I, I dip out until the end of the following year. And I like that because it gives me a lot to discuss. You know what I mean? So you guys are going to appreciate this episode, man. Um, I, I took this one pretty serious. You're going to you're going to peep it in the tone. Um, I hope you enjoy it, man. This one's pretty, pretty long. I don't think it's as long as my first joint, but um, it, it's pretty long. So um, this episode is serious. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we're about to get into this ad. You know what? Let me break down the episode. We're about to get into this ad. This is the introduction, of course. We're going to get into the ad. We're going to get into the um, meat and potatoes of the episode, Protect Black Women. And then we're going to get into another ad, and then we're going to come back to close out the show so I can tell you what the next episode is going to be. So please be sure to tap in, man. Stay locked in. Thank you for listening to Brother DSP Speaks. Be right back. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, 
lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. What's going on, family? Um, I'm coming back from the um, ad right there. Um, this is a very, very, very profound topic that I wanted to speak on because throughout this year, I've seen, um, black women, not just this year, just, just throughout my years as a, as a grown man, as I started to respect life more, I just started seeing the, the, the attack that black women are under, you know what I mean? Whether it be verbally, physically, spiritually. It's just black women. Some, you know what? For, first, I'm going to say women are constantly under attack. Women have always been trying to fight for equity, equality, whatever you want to call it. But I notice my sisters, my queens, they, their fight is amplified. I don't even want to say amplified because it's not amplified. It's it's pretty much swept under the rug. Their 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 struggle is harder, in my opinion. Please understand what I'm saying. I believe their struggle, their fight is harder, in my opinion, because they have to deal with non-black women who try to belittle them, um, try to. Uh, I don't know, like almost put them at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to women, and that is not the case, especially if you're asking somebody like me. <laughs> I hold black women at the highest point of the totem pole, uh, and that's if I would speak, if that's if I would use, or yeah, if I were to use the totem pole as my, my gauge to what... um women not represent but what women should be or the blueprint of a woman in my opinion and the totem pole was it the black woman would be on top but i would i don't i wouldn't use a totem pole i would just i just just say it straight up i love black women black women are beautiful um black women are majestic black women are strong um Black women are exotic. Black women deserve everything they want and need. But, you know, you can say I'm biased. <laughs> you can say I'm biased, but it, it is what it is. It's just the way I feel. Um, I've dated outside of my quote-unquote race, whatever you want to call it. And... Um, I would have to honestly say when I've spent 
my time with the black women, it was better than any other uh, race, quote unquote, race of woman, whatever, because I don't really subscribe to race. But that's a whole nother. You know what? I might have to make that one of the topics um, for this, this, um, this platform. Probably make that an installment later on down the line. Um, but yeah. Back to my beautiful queens. I mean, I've, I've witnessed a lot this year where black women were under attack. Once again, um, let's, let's just speak about the, the, the major one, the, the one that still, at least with me, um, gets an emotion, it brings an emotion out of me. So her name is Brianna Taylor. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Um, I think a Tatiana Jefferson even got shot. I think she even got shot and killed. Say her name, a Tatiana Jefferson. You know what I mean? Um, there was another young sister that passed away. I think I dedicated an episode. I don't. I think. I think that was late last year. I'm not sure. But like I said earlier in this um, installment, I said, as as I as I grew older and started to respect life, I noticed my queens were under attack, and it's not even like no. Um, it's not even like no. Um, oh, it's a particular race doing it. No. There's brothers and sisters within my collective that give hell to black women too. But there, of course, there are other races and cultures that belittle black women as well. But I just want to try and discuss everything in a whole. You know what I mean? Um, of course, within the collective itself, you, itself you, you're dealing with color-struck people. You're dealing with colorism. So, of course, either depending where you are, I guess, you have... Um, well, it's most, mostly in America, you, you have the, the belittlement of the darker fleshed, uh, the darker fleshed person. If you, if your flesh is darker, they have a tendency to belittle you as if, um, you have a flaw or something, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your pigmentation. That's just their warped perspective, their ignorance. You know what I mean? And they just feel that, I guess, they have an opportunity to use their weak intellect as a weapon. So I don't want to get too far off subject. I just wanted to give some sort of context to what I was saying before. But um, within the collective alone, you're dealing with colorism. And, and darker-skinned women have a tendency to deal with BS more than say light-skinned women but it doesn't matter about complexion when it comes to the other things that I may reference like the Breonna Taylor the Breonna Taylor's the Tatiana Jefferson's you know what I mean it, it, it's just nasty that this is this one bothers me a lot when I speak about Breonna Taylor um and don't get it twisted, the Tatiana Jefferson story bothered me as well as two. I dedicated the entire episode to it. Um, that's when I was doing the um, social and uh, political and pop culture commentary um, on the Blast podcast. But um, Breonna Taylor, 
Um, this is actually my first time discussing Breonna Taylor on this platform. Wow. Because when it happened to her, I was doing um, interviews. I was doing conversations, so I couldn't really discuss it. But I did discuss it on my other uh, platform, the one I discussed about earlier, Dangerous Minds Podcast. Shout out to my guy, Corrupt Minds. Um, but this is actually my first time discussing Breonna Taylor on my platform here. And um, it's, it's disgusting to see uh, a man like Daniel Cameron, who is a black man, um, and uh, <laughs> quote-unquote black man. Um, and he sought out justice for the property before he sought, sought out justice for Breonna Taylor. Granted, I didn't expect him to, but it was kind of nasty to see that he um, was willing to pay for the property damage. No, the, that he was willing to seek justice for property damage and the neighbors and not Breonna Taylor. That is twisted to me. You know, I've even had discussions um, in regards to Breonna Taylor with, you know, just regular people, regular people at work, regular people just in the streets. And some of them felt as strongly as I did. And I've even ran into some ignorant ass people that didn't. And one person was, went as far as saying that she deserved to die. Well, if, if, if they shot at the police, she deserved to die. And I was like, one, she didn't shoot at the police, two, the... No, no, let me say this the right way. One, the police did not identify who they were. Two, she was not shooting, right? So there's, a, there's tons of miscommunication there, tons of room for error, you know what I'm saying? So, and the error happened to have taken Breonna Taylor's life. And it was nasty. It was very nasty. And to see another black man not even empathize with the pain. What if that was his sister? What if that was like his mom? What if that was, um, I can't say his wife because I believe he's uh, with the white woman. What if that was like someone close to him? Doesn't even have to be family. What if it was like a, a, a friend from school that he was really close with? And that happened to her. What what would he have done? Probably would have done the same exact thing that he did. Um, it's it's disgusting. It's nasty. Um, and I've seen that's when um, the whole protect black women uh, narrative or uh, theme started raising up again because they were saying it last year and the year before, but. You know what I mean? I seen it again and I, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I love this. I love the protect black women theme, movement, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, we on this. And of course, there was resistance from black men, white men, white women, black women. You know what I'm saying? The conflict, I, one thing I could discuss is the, the conflict, the, the, the dichotomy between the black women within the collective, because, of course, there are going to be some black women that are going to say, oh, we, we shouldn't protect all black women. And then you're going to have some that say, yes, we're protecting all black women, whether they are hypersexualized, no matter what. Whether they're political, whether they're not political, whether spiritual, whether they're non-spiritual, we're talking about 
all black women. And I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I don't think, well, uh, me as a man, I don't think I have the right to, to select which women we protect. If we're talking about protect black women, we're talking about all black women, no matter what they do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that what they do to survive is none of my business. You know what I'm saying? As long as they don't they don't disrespect me, cross the line with me, you know what I mean? It it's really none of my business. And when we're talking about protect black women, we're talking about all black women. Um anything outside of that, well black men it's the the it's pretty much the same uh not narrative, but the same conversation with black men. When it comes to the uh, dichotomy with protect um, all women or protect black women, I should say, I'm sorry. Is it all black women or is it just some black women? And you got some of the dudes that feel, no, it's only some black women. And then they'll give you their criteria to what women should be protected. And that's when it gets really, really nasty. The whole patriarchy and all, it's just nasty. Um, I'm not going to get too crazy with the teaching, but one thing I'll say is this. Me being a Pan-African, I understand I studied African history. I'm not saying that I got a degree in it or anything like that, but as an autodidact, I read a lot of information on Africa. I've bounced information off of scholars who have degrees in African studies and they can vouch for me. They'll tell you like, yeah, no, he knows what he's talking about. So I know that patriarchy was not our thing. We held our women up high. We, we revered our women. Patriarchy is not what we do. We weren't on some, oh, stay home and wash the dishes. You're going to get the bag. I'm going to get the bag. We come back home and we get this money. We, we put our money together and see what we got. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 just crazy to hear some of the patriarchy that my own brother is, is spewing. I almost expect it outside of my collective, but just to see it within my collective, it's just nasty. And now it's like, to me, it's more than just what, what collective it is. It's just nasty perspectives. It's just wicked, nasty perspectives. But I, like I said, I don't want to get too far off topic. Um... My thing is this, how I feel is we're talking about all black women. When I got fed up with the dichotomy of whether it should be some black women or all black women is when outsiders started to try and give criteria on whether, what a, on what we're talking about. Oh, well, we're not talking about, um, before I say this, there was another incident where a black woman was assaulted. Meg Thee Stallion. Um, granted, I don't know if he intended to shoot her or if he was having a fight with Meg Thee Stallion's best friend with the gun and Meg got shot or they were arguing and he wanted to intimidate her and shot and the bullet ricocheted, whatever. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. One thing I know is that a black woman was assaulted. She was taken in by the police as a victim. She had stitches. She showed the removal of the bullet 
I mean, removal of the stitches. So, no, it wasn't a direct shot into her foot. No, it wasn't a direct shot into the uh, back of her foot. It was clearly a ricocheted bullet. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was a, a rock that ricocheted into her foot or if it was a fragment of the bullet that ricocheted into her foot. One way or the other, she was assaulted, right? And um, there were a few, you know, people had issues with the story, whether she was telling the truth, whether she was lying, whether she was part of this conspiracy to take away Tory's stardom because he owns his masters. I don't know. I don't care. I just know that a black woman was assaulted. And when I discussed it, I would hashtag protect black women. So did everybody else. She even um, bigged up the uh, theme, bigged up the movement of protect black women in one of her performances. And then I started hearing people saying, people that weren't within the collective, that's what probably bothered me the most, started saying things like, oh, we're not talking about, when we're talking about Meg, we're not talking about Breonna Taylor protect black women. We're talking about it's, uh, she, she was saying it, how, not she, the person that was saying it wasn't a she, it was actually a man, and he wasn't black. And he was saying that um, how uh, Meg, Meg Thee Stallion's situation should not be a protect the black women situation. And I'm just sitting there looking at this person like, who are you to set the standards, bro? Who are you? Because you have a blog and you need clicks... You think you could just go out there and say some outlandish shit? That's why that's why this era is totally like it's different to me. Because like in my my day and time, like you couldn't just you couldn't just talk. You had to pay the price. You couldn't just sit there and run your mouth and not expect something to happen to you. That's a I mean, there were a few people that thought they could do that back then. But then once they got handled, they stopped doing it. But nowadays, you just see it like going around rampantly. I don't know if it's because a lot of people don't know how to fight now or if people are quick to press charges. I don't know. But back in my day, like talking like that would get you run down. Simple as that. Like if you were talking about my sister like that, and you said, oh, nah. We're not going to talk about protect black women for her because of such and such and such and such because she doesn't fit your criteria. We're going to have problems, B. Like, who are you to set those standards, fam? You know what I mean? So that's what really, really triggered me because I started seeing uh, white women, white men started to set standards to what protect black women is. And I'm like, nah, nah, you, you got no right. You have no say-so in that. Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. I think Bill Burr actually did, did some stand-up on that. Shout-out to Bill Burr for actually talking about how um, some of these woke, quote-unquote, woke white women are trying to um, try to usurp, commandeer the movement. Like, sit down. Sit down. You know what I mean? But... I just wanted to touch on that because this is a very powerful topic. Uh, I mean, I, I, um, I love my black women. I, I love my mother. I love my sisters, cousins. Like, I love all black women. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a good connection with them, so I feel obligated to 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 push this protect black women movement, protect black women movement. I, I really feel that way because that's why I dedicated this episode to it and, and I wanted to make it, make it a discussion because like if you feel that certain black women should be protected, you may have to look within. There must be, there, there's a deeper scar within you that you have to heal or it hasn't healed yet. You know what I'm saying? And you have to get it healed. You have to put some, some, um, some of that aloe, aloe vera extract in there from the, you got to get that gel from the plant and, and put it on there so you can, um, re, 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 rejuvenate the, the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're scarred. You know what I'm saying? If you come from a black woman and you have a deep disdain for black women, something happened and you have to figure that out. That's internal. As far as um, other collectives, that, that's, just, that's just bigotry, racism, white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can talk about Sarah Bartman. That... That right there was like probably the first docu, well, not first documented, but it's the first time. No, no, you could say it's the first documented moment of when, in a first documented moment in history when the black woman was hypersexualized because of because of her physiology. I'm sorry, not because of her physiology, because of her um, because of her frame, because of her body. You know what I'm saying? Because of her physique. That's the word I was looking for. It's crazy. Please look up Sarah Bartman. Please, please, please. When you have the time right now, if you're listening, just Google Sarah Bartman and you'll see what I'm talking about. And you'll just see how twisted, twisted people are. And this is why I say protect black women is very important. I hope you were feeling my tone today. I didn't want to be on no laughy, smiley, joke, joke type mood. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was a real, real serious topic for me. So I just wanted to discuss it, and I was so glad I was able to get it off my chest. Um, we about to get into this ad, and then I'm going to come back and uh, close out the show. Be right back. Mick Chrissy's, a Rockland County independent food service company, popularly known for their variety of Rasta pasta. They offer several options for your liking, whether it's chicken, shrimp, beef, or veggies. They've got you covered. They also take special orders such as red snapper or salmon dinners. Options tend to change up. You may have the opportunity to try their macaroni or their wings. Give them a follow on IG at McChrissy's. That's at M-I-C-K-C-H-R-I-S-S-I-S. And tell them the Blast Podcast sent you. Whew! That was an episode right there, man. Um... Like I said, it was a real, real serious tone. Um, I got a lot off my chest. I didn't want to make it too long, but sometimes I get to talking and then I just get, I look at the time and I'm like, damn, I'm already 20 minutes in. Shit. I had so much more to say. But I mean, this is not a topic I believe that's going to go away. I, most, I probably would discuss it again next in the next in the next season season three this is crazy like we're almost at the halfway point of season two y'all 
Like, I have a whole season one that you can tap into, into the archives, check the backlog, available on all digital streaming platforms, of course. You can listen to me everywhere. Truly appreciate that. Um, and this is season two, and I'm about to be halfway through next, next episode. Speaking of which, the next episode is on police terrorism. I have to discuss it because we had a lot of it, but we always have a lot of it. But, I mean, this year it actually triggered a lot of people. And I feel that, hey, let me not, why not discuss it before the year is up? You know what I mean? And um, I believe it'll be the episode before Christmas, and that's the halfway point. That is crazy to me. Like, I'm halfway through a season two. And y'all been tapped in, man, and, and that's love. I truly appreciate that. Like, if you are feeling this episode, man, or just feeling, if you are feeling this, um, this program within the platform, let me know. Hit me in the DMs or, or like, repost um, you listening to this or whatever. Like, show me love because just to see the numbers, I'm like, yo, I didn't even know people would even mess with it like that, especially with Malcolm on it because I didn't want them thinking that I'm trying to be the next Malcolm or nothing like that. It's just I'm trying to bring that energy, that vibe, and, and um, I hope I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the topics I'm discussing, because these are not going to be topics I'm going to discuss with the guests. With the guests, I'm trying to get, get their profile. I'm trying to increase their profile. That's, that's all I'm trying to do. And hopefully give them exposure to other people. You know what I mean? So it's more of a networking type of thing. So it's fire. And then um, the joint I got with Dangerous Minds, that's just me, me, and Corrupt Minds. We, we're maintaining our own ecosystem. So we don't really do guests there. And then uh, Never Tuck Your Town Radio, that's a, that's a trilateral production. So it's a team effort. So it is what it is. Please, man. Thank you for listening. Stay tapped in. Um, make sure to check out our sponsors, man. McChrissy's Culture Wings. They are doing their thing out here. If you, are, if, if, you are, if you are local, please tap in with McChrissy's and Culture Wings. They are doing their thing. Um, McChrissy's is every Saturday culture wings is sunday like i'm they they're doing their thing man please tap in with them they make amazing food thank me later all right i'm getting out of here i've been talking way too long peace <laughs>